Good evening, good evening, good evening. How's everybody doing on this fine, fine, fine Sunday afternoon? We have in the studio with us, we've got a special guest today, a phenomenal young lady. Um, Courtney, you know how we always talk about, you know, we run our program for young black males, right? And we have a lot of outstanding African-American males in our program. But tonight, what we have is an outstanding young lady, Miss Zai Legroom. Zai, how are you today? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me today. Look, she was acting all shy all of a sudden. Now she just jumped all into the. She just has jumped all into the. How you doing today? She all she all perked up now. Yeah, she just just came alive. Well, listen. Let me tell you a little bit about Miss Zai. I've known Miss Zai since she was a since she was a a girl, and now she is a phenomenal young lady, um, who is really coming into her own at at just a tender age of. Are you even 18 yet? Nope, I'm 17 years 17 old. years of age. Miss Zyla Groon is a senior at Greenwood High School. She's a dual enrolled student at Piedmont Technical College. She's a student athlete participating in volleyball and track. She got the track honest. As we understand it, you know, we've heard rumors that her mom was quite a track athlete at one point. We're going to have to get some verification about that. I got some people doing some research on that to really figure that out. But as I understand it, she was a Division One trackster, which would be, which would make her one of the top, you know, 10% of athletes in the country. So, you know, I'm going to have to really, really, really do some more research on that. You got to be some video somewhere. And I say that, y'all, because mom is hovering. We want y'all to know. Mom is here. I don't know what she thought we were going to do, <laughs> but she's here protecting her baby. So, Mama Bear, how are you, Mama Bear? Come on in and speak. How are you doing today? This is Miss Tangela Lagroon. I'm doing great today. Wonderful, wonderful. Many of you know Miss Lagroon from Greenwood High School, where she's one of our fine counselors, guidance counselors. Um, but more about Miss Zai. Um, Zai has the opportunity, possibly, to play, to, to participate in college athletics in two sports, volleyball. And she's also a track star. She is also the 2020 homecoming queen at Greenwood High School. And if you could see Zai, if you could sit here with us in the in the studio, y'all, she is a phenomenally beautiful young lady. She's she's got it all together. She's got it all together. Um, she's a health science major. She plans to major in nursing. Yes. Um, but one of the things we want to talk most about, Courtney is that she is an entrepreneur, a 17-year-old entrepreneur, a 17-year-old young black female entrepreneur. Zai is a cosmetologist, which means she can't help me at all because I have not one stitch of hair on my head. But she is a cosmetologist who owns her own business. She is the owner of Exquisite Creations, uh, and Exquisite Creations, Zai, I'm going to let you tell us more about your business. And Mom, you can feel free to come in and help her along the way. But Zai, tell us a little bit about yourself, um, some of your goals, and how you became a business owner and your passion for um, developing, along with your mom, Exquisite Creations. Okay, so I guess I should start about um, how it all started. 
So before summer of 2019, I was always interested in doing hair. I used to try to do little cute styles on myself. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, my mom saw that I was interested and she found this um, summer boot camp for doing like hair, like braided styles, right? So that boot camp was founded by Saranda Prince. And um, it taught me many skills that helped me to perfect my craft of doing hair, right? Mm -hmm. So by the end of that boot camp, I became a licensed braider at 16. And I would never know that I could have came that far because when I started, I wasn't that good, but it just took a lot of dedication and hard work and getting a lot of support from like my family uh -huh. and friends to tell me to keep going and moving forward. So now I work at the Studio Beauty and I try to get women to feel good about themselves by giving them makeovers. I don't only do hair, I also do nails and do lashes and I sell merchandise. Oh, I, I, my bad, my bad, I, you know. You, you, you show change. Yeah, I, let me check my notes here, you know, so I'm getting chastised on the show right here, my bad. Go ahead, sweetie. Yes, I sell merchandise and um, I just try to even not only to make them feel better, to like build, to build them up. Um, they also ask me how I got started, so I try to give them some inspiration to help them not find their own way to be something unique. Great, and Courtney, you t that's something you talk about all the time is finding your own path. You're you're in that. Both of us are also uh, business owners, yeah. um, and you've had a, some unique stories about that as well as a young business owner yourself. So you can identify with what Zai is talking about and um, the joys and, uh, and, the, and the priorities that must be made and the sacrifices that must be made in order to own your own business. Yeah, it, it is. It's definitely, I, I understand exactly what you started and you continue to build your clientele. But one thing you can be proud about, one thing that if you take anything from this show this evening to really be uh, up there about is that you're a trendsetter. Uh, you you are laying the path over those coming behind you. You may not know it now, but uh, you are doing it. And just at, I'm just listening to you as you you saying you're trying to make people feel better about themselves, giving them, giving them a different appearance. That's the same thing about a barber. You take a haircut would change a guy's totally personality. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, just and same thing as uh, a a young lady or a, a, a young woman coming in and get her hair done, and it just changed that her whole personality and and make her feel better about herself and give her that 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 confidence that. She may not thought she had, but it was deep down inside. Right. And so that's what you're doing. And I may add too, you know, you got athletes, so I'm sure you was the one on the bus, Steve, <laughs> getting the right for them track meets. <laughs> yeah, you know they're gonna have me going. You know, yeah, you know those lady athletes. Uh, you know they're always getting hooked up and looking good. We just jump out with the shorts and shoes on start running. You know, they got to get the hair and the nails. It's a Flojo thing, right? All a Flojo thing. 
Well, you know, one of the things that you talked about, and, and I'm blessed because I know your grandparents, I know your dad, uh, I know your mom, and I know that you're a young lady that has a tremendous support team. I even know your brother. Um, so, uh, And when you have a close-knit family, the importance of that is you have people that can guide you along your way. And you have a mom that has a tremendous entrepreneurial spirit who's standing here beside us. So, um, Ms. LeGroom, what did you see in Zai, and, and, and what were some of your goals for her when you when did you begin to notice that, you know what, my young lady has an opportunity to do something special, and we're going to cultivate that? Well, one of the things that I'm thinking about is that due to the fact that I'm a guidance counselor, I have seen a little number of students come through, and also as well my own experience throughout college, and just learning how to um, work, time management, go to school. Um, one of the things is, is in this area, you need to keep the kids busy. Mm-hmm. And I'm definitely a true believer in as long as they're doing something positive, then let them do those things that are positive to keep them out of the streets, right. out of trouble. Um, she had an interest in cosmetology, as she said, and I came across a posting that um, gave her the opportunity to do the summer camp that she said, um, the beauty summer camp with Saranda. Um, that program almost not made. Mm. They were down to two due to the fact of McCormick going to year-round school. Uh-huh. I reached out to her. I said, let me work on this. And definitely, I did get a few of the students there from Greenwood High. And then other people chimed in. I also knew another female who had an interest in the program, too, as well, that had also signed up with my daughter. So we wanted it to happen because we don't have things like that in this area for first kids. Yeah. Um, and one of the things is that was something brand new, unique. Um, I knew she was going to be accepted or had already been accepted in the cosmetology program through Greenwood High School or the Career Center, shall I say. And um, why not get her started? So it all started there. I want her to be able to um, manage when she go off to school. Also, as well, my favorite thing is I like to say is to get out my pockets. Um, <laughs> due to the fact Amen. that yeah, <laughs> she was going to work one way or the other, but this gave her the opportunity to be able um, to grow, um, meet people, network, do different things. And something that if college did not work out, because a lot of college, a lot of times students do not. Some students don't make it through college. Then she has something else to fall back on. Cosmetology can be a career for her, not just nursing. Or she can do them both and have the both of the best of both worlds. Yeah. Well, like we said, it's it's critically important to have that type of support, and 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 you're truly blessed to have that. Um, one of the recurring themes that we talk about on this station and on this show is the fact that young African American males and females don't necessarily have the support that's necessary to cultivate the greatness within them. We look out all the time and we see amongst our boys and all the other communities that that Courtney and I and Pastor Thomas, um, that as we travel through the community and we and we reach out to young men, which is which is our specialty or, or our primary focus, one of the things that we see quite often is a tremendous amount of untapped potential. And, and we talk about that over and over and over again. It's, it's like beating a dead horse for us um, that we have so many young men who could very well have been destined for greatness that don't make it. And they have an alternate path that isn't necessarily the path that we would like for them to have. 
It's a path to destruction. It's a path to not meeting goals. It's a path to having your life dictated to you by someone other than yourself and your family. But being able to latch on to something that's as powerful as a passion and a skill has helped you. Now, let me ask you this. This is a tough question. This is a tough question. I think you can handle it, though. What things have you missed? Do you feel like you've missed out on anything in your youthful experience because of the ambition and drive that you've had towards business ownership, uh, entrepreneurship, and, and developing skills that are going to sustain you for the bulk of your life? say that I missed it. I knew that it's either you try to make it out mm -hmm. or how can I say this? I try try to make it. Right. But It's okay. Uh, we, we expect you to be a little bit nervous. That's fine. Is That's it, fine. Is it, is it safe to say that you had the mindset like, of sink or swim? Yes. Like, make it. But I know there's some things that you have to put aside to get to where you need to be. It's, so you made some sacrifices. I, I have. But I see what it has made me into today. Um, keeping up grades. It's working, keeping up with my grades, even though that means that I can't possibly go out mm -hmm. with my friends that weekend or something. Sure. I have to put that aside, and they understand that, and I'm glad that I have friends that support me and to making my goals come true. And, you know, that's a phenomenal point and something that needs to be stressed, because if you look down the litany of things that this young lady is doing, let me, let me reiterate for just a moment that this is a 17-year-old young lady who is a senior in high school, who is an entrepreneur, who also is a licensed cosmetologist who's doing hair. She's got a product line that she's selling and promoting. Um, she's a two-sport athlete <laughs> in volleyball and track, two demanding sports, and she's an honor student. That is phenomenal in and of itself. Many people can't, it's difficult to manage one or two additional things and be a great student. It's something altogether different to manage one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight things <laughs> and be an honor student. And you've got a lot to look forward to and a lot of decisions to make here very soon. You've got to decide where I'm going to school. You've got to decide whether I want to be Mind you, and she's not just a person who plays a sport. She's an athlete, a recruited athlete, which means she's very good at what she does. And so you've got to make some significant decisions because you've got to determine how to manage a business, whether or not you want to be an NCAA student athlete that is true. and major in something as difficult as nursing which is very demanding also. <laughs> Absolutely. What, what are your thoughts about all of that? It's a lot of work, but of course, I'm going to have to, I have not um, picked out which college I really want to go to, but I'm probably going to have to like just give and take things, especially for our first year, just to see how everything is going. Um, I'm really thinking if I do decide to do sports, it's most likely going to be 
intramural or club, which is not bad because they're very competitive. Mm-hmm. And I will still be able to continue my business and make sure my grades are good. So. Well, now, Courtney, <laughs> let's let's make sure people understand how impressive a statement she just she made. made. She said, if I do decide to continue my business, then my sports career may have to not necessarily be NCAA college level, but intramural. Which is still competitive. Which is still competitive. So you've made a conscientious decision that in the long term, what's most important is building the Zyla Groom brand. Yes. And grades. And grades. (laughs) And, and that's special. It, it, it is special. And, you know, going back to your mom, just listen to your mom. And that's something that we continue to preach uh, day in and day out to blue in the face and, and to no, no air slip in these bodies. The support starts at home. And clearly we can see that the foundation started at home. Your mom saw something in, in you. And she helped you get to where you at now mm-hmm. by going out, doing the research while you handling your business inside the school walls. You handling your business there. Mom going out, all right, I got these connections. Let me make, connect these dots here. Mm-hmm. So now when she made those those connections, now you got to do your part. And now you're still doing your part by keeping your grades up. And like not just only keeping your grades up, but being a honor student. Mm-hmm. We know the demand of that. Yes. Being an honor student. Uh, uh, you might know that demand of that. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, I, I got it. I, I came around a little bit later. My junior and senior year, you know, I, freshman and sophomore, I was not a Zyla groom. Let, let's just let me just tell you. But when I was 16, 17 years old, they were trying to figure out what Steve gonna do. Um, but, but again, it, being a two-sport athlete, that's not easy. You know, right. you you are again, you are setting the trend. Uh, you are are leading a path that hopefully uh, those coming behind you will see what it takes. And there are some sacrifices you have to make. You know, it, it's also important because as I look at my own experience, I had it, for me it was a one-shot deal. I had basketball, and I'd better make the best of it because there was nothing else on the horizon that I could see at that time when I was her age, when I was Zai's age, that could get me out of the condition that I was in. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's no secret. We've shared that I grew up in the housing authority in Newberry County. My mother is 15 years older than me. No college graduates in my family. I didn't have a mom like Miss Lagrune that had gone to college and earned advanced degrees and was doing the things that she did that could guide me in those ways. I had love and I had support, but I had to figure out a lot of things on my own. And there was a time when academics seemed secondary to me because I felt like if I scored enough points, everything was going to be all right until that reality was placed in me. You know, Steve, you can score a thousand points if you want to, but you need a 2.5 and you got to get a 900 on this SAT, you know. So at the time, I I was sitting around with about a 1.9. But I was the most interesting 1.9 student that you've ever seen because I was a 1.9 student who took the SAT and made 1,300. And then people were like, well, wait a minute now, hold on, who took the test for this guy right here? So I was actually petitioned to take it again, but my mother then stepped and said, Oh, heck no, nah. he ain't. T- what y'all trying to say about my baby? 
And so I did. And now I'm a qualified. And things became somewhat easier for me. What we find, and I know you have peers like this, and Miss Lagroon, I know we don't have to tell you all of the loss that you see on a daily basis as a guidance counselor. Um, you and I have had conversations, uh, and let me just tell you about Miss Lagroon too. Me and Miss Lagroon argue all the time. We, we just argue all the time. Her and my wife are the best of friends. But Miss Lagroon and I are always bumping heads because Miss Lagroon will tell me all the time, Steve, you and Courtney and Chris, y'all need to help these babies. And she is saying that because that is what she does every day. Miss Lagroon, what are you seeing, particularly among our black males in our high schools? And we're real and we're raw here on, 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 on the Our People Today show. You see it every day. What's going on? Steve, I've been in education since 2002. So I'm in 19 years now. From the day that I hit the door until now, I can tell you that times have changed. Um, I don't know if it's just parenting. Parenting has changed. Um, even I can say with me and I can compare my actual parenting to other people's parenting mm -hmm. and it's not the same i believe in that old school parenting <laughs> and trust and believe my kids get the old school parenting <laughs> and a lot of things i can say as far as with it's just across the board not just saying any race it's Zai. all races Zai, you got a spank oh all the time when i was young <laughs> oh, all wow. the time. Oh, okay. i got a little bit of everything I just didn't get the switch. I'm so, so surprised. I didn't have the switch or the cord. And the she didn't get whoopings all the time. She only got it for redirection sometimes. But it oh, that's what it's called? Time. You call it redirection? Redirection. <laughs> but now that my redirection, when she was young, I don't have to do anything but speak now. Speak on that. And um, yeah. I can make moves even though she's a teenager now. Right. And I want that same respect when she becomes an adult as well, along with my son. So, um, as far as dealing with children or young adults, I can say that a lot of them are being lost. And I'm not sure if it is not that they have a lot of um, support at home or does it that the parents work and they're not there to support or they may not know what's going on with their children. Mm -hmm. But I would say definitely from what I see, you need to follow in, follow up with your children. Find out what they're doing and what they're getting into. And we do have lost a lot of them. I've seen some that have passed away that's gone on. Mm -hmm. I have seen I'm some sure of them I'm sure you know quite a few young men. Yes, jail. Yeah. Um, it's just a lot of things that are going on. One thing I can say that social media... Um, if you're not on your child's social media, please follow them. If they have more than one page, follow their social media. Find out what they're saying and what's going on because I'd be like, wow, <laughs> let my child post something like that. Exactly. We're about to get this taken down or we're going to have problems and there's not going to be any social media. There's not going to be any job. It's not going to be any work because she's going to get her basic needs. Yeah. But some of the things that I see is that how can you miss it? Right, right. It's on there. And most of them post it. Exactly. And you'll be, wow, really? In particular, um, you know that Courtney and I and, and Chris have a very large organization, Models Academy for Black Males. And many of these young men 
Um, we've got several now that are in our high schools, Greenwood and Emerald. We're focusing and we shifted our focus back to trying to get to them younger. So as opposed to just having ninth through 12th graders, we now have fourth through 12th graders. And that's grown the program from, you know, an average of about 102, 103 boys to now we have over 300 in 22 schools in five counties. When you're looking at black males in your caseload, mm -hmm. um, what are you seeing? Are you seeing differently than us where we're seeing an, too many young black males that are underachieving, too many young black males who are talented enough to do better, but don't. And then they fall victim to all sorts of influences that are negative, that change the course of their lives. Is that what you see as well? Yes, I see a lot of that. As far as education-wise, you can see the ones that come in as honor students, and I'm talking about across the board, everyone. And then by the end of it, either they're lacking by 11th grade, they have done a slump, they're not into school anymore. Um, you can talk to you blue in the face, and which I yes, I do. I try to reach all of them, all female, male. Don't matter um, your race. Don't matter if you barely can speak English. I mean, mm -hmm. we do have some novices that come in, come in, and we I try to even motivate them when I can actually reach them. Sure. And so, it starts there. Is when you see them lacking early on stop them before they get to high school there are a lot of kids that have so much as you said so much potential that is lost in the cracks um or they find that the streets are teaching them more or they won't don't want to be that smart kid that walks around and i have this on these honor classes that i'm doing so well i want to do what everybody else is doing. let's let's explore that let's explore that courtney just on the last week's show courtney made a statement that was stating that what is the motivation for our black males to be that outstanding student? What is the motivation for him to be perceived as, boy, he's an academic, he's, an, he's just academically sound. Is that outweighed by being accepted in the cultural group or the community group? You know, we think that that's a rhetorical question because the answer is most definitely yes. There's a tremendous amount of pressure on young males and increasingly what we're seeing also is the same amounts of pressure are on young females. I mean, we were sitting here talking on the show not too long ago about, you know, a, a Facebook post that everybody was following where hundreds of people were egging on a group of girls that were going over to get in a gang fight. And I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, wow, these many of these people are adults and they're saying, go get him, baby. Go do what you got to do. Don't let her talk to you that way. And then I come back and my wife would tell me, you know, Steve, me and Mr. Groom was talking about little what's her name and what's her name and what's her name. I said, y'all know her? Yes, we know those young ladies. And so it's not just something that's concentrated amongst our boys only. And as Zai has attested and as Ms. Lagrune, her mom has attested, we've got a community issue mm -hmm. amongst our young men and our young women. But what we believe wholeheartedly is that there is the potential for many, many, many more Zai Lagrunes and Courtney Smiths and Isaiah Smiths and, and, and Jordan or Jared Coleman's who we're proud of because they've done well. Not simply because they're our sons, but we know we can say anything we want to about them on the air. Nobody can come and say, what you doing calling my baby's name on the air? So we just call our own. And Mr. Goon, you have a young black male of your own. Correct. And you've got a young black brother of your own. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts? 
Well, one of the things that I can say is when I see troubles happening or coming along, if I have a relationship with the child, I definitely talk, speak to the child on my own. If not, one of the things I do try to do is to have the coach speak to them, not just necessarily just saying that, hey, they've done something, but also it's who you associate yourself with in a lot of cases. And you can associate yourself with people and you're not doing the same things that they are, but at sometimes if you're around them at a certain time and something happens, then you're guilty by association. Not necessarily that you have actually done anything. And so what I try to do is, I can remember this particular case, and I knew that the child was around the particular student. I said, hey, coach, can you speak to them about being around a specific person? Whether it's family, friends, your neighbor, Sometimes you got to watch a lot of things. And it so happened to be a family member. And he was one of the ones that later on did something major in the community. And he's no longer, he's locked up. But I went back and said, see, coach, this is why I said this. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily knowing, but sometimes you just cannot associate yourself with certain people. Or you can, but you got to make sure it's on a positive level like with you guys. You've been doing your mentoring. You're not out there like, hey, I'm gangbanging or I'm shooting or I'm selling drugs and I'm going to go talk to this young man about something. Mm -hmm. That's a difference. And I'm not saying that, hey, people are above everybody because, you know, people are different walks of life. You know, so you're going to sometimes associate yourself with somebody and this is a different re- from you. And this is a recurring thing. Um, Ms. LeGroon is one of our counselors in the schools. Amika Williams and uh, uh, Jeanette Miller and, and, and other counselors. Yolanda Pendergrass and um, Miss Miss uh, the new principal at Lakeview, Latasha Goodwin and Tiara um and also Carlos Littlejohn and all of the other people, Tammy Burton Reader, all of these individuals in our schools are telling us the same thing. Mm-hmm. And you know, my mother used to say something that was really interesting that I didn't understand until I was you know, a little bit older. She said, you know, if everybody's telling the same lie, it's probably the truth. Yeah. And for those people who would be pundits about it and, and, and want to you know, break down the words of our counselors and say, oh, well, they don't know them, You know, the sad reality is, and this is a controversial statement, but I fully believe that we have some counselors that know people's children better than they do. That's true. That's just a fact of the matter. It is what it is. And you know, Mr. Brown, just hearing you, I got a quick question for you. With the level of your success, do you find it difficult being keeping your distance from those who claim because it will come? Because I think she better. Oh, she all that. She, she all that. She 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 got this going. She too sport. How you deal with that? I don't feel that it's difficult because I always been Hallelujah. A, Thank you. <laughs> I always been the type of person just to do my own thing, honestly. Ah, so yes. even though they feel that type of way, it's kind of it's just on them, really. It's really not me doing anything I'm so wrong. Good. <laughs> <laughs> That's a beautiful answer. That is, because the, the reason I ask that, we have seen so many uh, young people that have reached a level of success, and they allow what others think of them to cloud their mind, and they just go down. And I'm so glad to hear you say that. 
you know, get what they say. You got to do you. Yeah. We know, got their path to we know far too many young men right now that should be on somebody's college campus. Yes. We know far too many young men right now that if we could have just gotten to them and gotten them to be as independent as Zai is or as independent as some other young men are, their lives could have been dramatically changed. I asked my sons an interesting question you know, several weeks ago, and, and I asked him, I said, well, how many guys do y'all know? My sons are 25 and 21, 25 and 22 now. And I asked them and I said, uh, how many guys do y'all know personally that are either dead, committed a crime, or in jail? And they sat down and they started thinking and thinking and thinking. And here they are, just four years removed from high school, one of them. And he said, well, Dad, we came up with 23. Now, 23 might not seem like a big number in some places. But when you're talking about 23 people that I walked the school hallways with, or I went to the Y and played basketball with, or I played AAU basketball with, and eight of them are in jail or on parole. 10 or 12 of them have a, cases pending and six or five or six of them are dead. I don't know in my young life that I had a friend die while we were in middle or high school violently. I think I had one friend that was killed in a car accident, but I didn't know the guy that killed it. My son know the deceased and went to school with the guy who took his life. The most recent incident where we had this, this horrific incident where a young man followed someone all the way to Myrtle Beach just to assassinate him. My sons knew those guys and unbeknownst to me, Courtney, because you know it, it sometimes gets past us as we go through our daily lives, that that was a young man that had played basketball, that had rolled with me to games, and it just it slipped my mind because I had lost contact with him at a certain point. These are the types of things that we're talking about that we're dealing with in our communities, and these are the things that we must come together to address. I get on Miss Lagoon's case all the time, I, and, and I think she knows that maybe about 90% of the time I'm joking. But... We need more people like Miss Legroom that will step up and challenge the infrastructure in our schools and for our kids. We need more champions for them. We need more people that will say, look, boy, I get in your face myself because while you're here, I have to do all that I can to do that. It's no secret why Zai is the young lady she is already. And I just can't even imagine what 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 the acceleration is going to be? It's no different. It's I mean it's no reason. It's no it's no secret why her young son and um, Javy. Javy. I always because I don't see and Javy don't talk that much. He's he just cool <laughs> and calm. And he just be chilling. Um, but it's no secret why these things happen. It's no secret why there's so many. When you look at young men and women in our communities that are and we'll say it that are Zylai. That are, that are really moving forward and have a lot of things going on. Behind those children, you'll find a solid foundation. Grandma and them, mama and them, 
Uncle Nam, people all over the place that are supporting them and getting in their faces. Our guys are always would come up to me and say, yo, Coach Steve, man, uh, you know, Mr. Courtney got all up on me. And I'm like, what you do? We're not rescuers. You're not gonna come to us and tell me, well, I da 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 because I, my thing is, I firmly believe that if Miss LeGroom or Courtney Smith or Chris Thomas or or Amika Williams or Carlos Littlejohn or Mr. Platt or any of these other individuals are getting in your face, they're not doing it to hurt you. They're doing it to help you. And sometimes we need that proactive intervention. We can't afford to wait, Courtney. No, you can't. It, and, you know, for one, I live by the notion like a coach. And always say it. If a coach don't say that to you, that's when you need to worry. Right. But as long as he yelling at you, cussing you out, he sees something in you. So that goes from a guy's counselor to a principal to a teacher. If they saying something to you, if they get in your behind, they see something in you, then it's up to that individual to take heed of that and and, and try to, you know, do what's right. Something is in them that they got to bring out. We can't bring it out. I want to say I agree with that, and I'm pretty sure she's heard that several times, that if I stop talking, <laughs> that's when there's problems and there's troubles. I mean, as a coach, when I did coach track, I just recently gave that up last year. However, um, when I tell the kids if I stop speaking, then there's a problem. But if we're speaking to you, that do means that we see something in you. Um, and one of my things that I can say as far as being a parent, being in the school system is once you see the small things, it could be the smallest things that we do not pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Um, even with my, like they say, I'm always investigating stuff and I'm researching, <laughs> but like I tell them, I'm a counselor. Yeah. I watch, I read, yeah. I understand behavior changes. Yeah. Even the smallest thing that goes on, um, what's going on? Yeah. Is there a problem? And those are the kind of things that you have to do. And nah, you can vouch for that, can't you? Yep. <laughs> I don't even mean. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, why you like? I'm not walking no type of way. Like, <laughs> just walking. Yes, but you have to be on top yes. of it. And I'm just saying it as far as the parents, don't miss the small things. And as a counselor, I know that sometimes I guess I'll always say I like to call myself the real guidance counselor because I. I come from a real standpoint if someone wants to hear it, mm-hmm. um, for the most part. And if I'm giving you advice about something and I try to tell parents, students, yeah. my own kids, family members, um, this yeah, is what you might need yeah. to be doing. Yeah. Or sometimes I hint at it, if, even if I, I mean, if I feel like my approach may be a little bit harsh or something of that nature, you may not be able to take it. But some people I know that I'm going to just give you the real deal. And it's just point blank. And people miss those small things with their children that um, they're not understanding their schoolwork. It starts way oh, yeah. earlier. Yes. It starts in elementary. Yes. Your, you make sure your kids are understanding how yes. to read. Yes. They are sent to school to be taught these things. However, you have to reinforce it at home or start them at home. And so once they get into high school and different things, um, a lot of people don't understand that a lot of the behavior start coming about is because kids don't understand certain things. So you got the behavior acting out. Then you have to be like, well, I'm not on this crowd because I'm not 
up here with the intelligent level and I'm here so let me go do certain certain things that in class to be disruptive da, 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 da. but at the end of the day it starts by paying attention even as an educator it starts by paying attention to the small things stop it early do not let it progress and do not let it go on you just stop it exactly so that's where I come from on that and a lot of people ask me hey what can I do with my kid um and I raise my advice (laughs) about how to do it and even with academics sometimes people ask me questions like I want to take dual enrollment classes but if I tell you your grades don't fit it that means your grades at that point in time don't fit it. So when I'm dealing with kids, I don't. I try not to set them up for failure. I try to point. set them up for success. Yes. And that's what we always do, that everybody is not my child. Mm-hmm. Everybody is not on the level. But if I know that a child is on that level, then yes, mm-hmm. you can do dual enrollment. Sure. It's not the fact that we're looking over a child or the, and that, but your academic success does not show that you're going to be successful, but this is me. And it's a totally different level of, 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 of interaction right. on that college level. But if the if a parent or a child wants to fight it, go for it. Sure. But at the end of the day, when you find out that I'm right, I want you to just say, hey, Miss LeGrone, you were right. And I have had a lot of that to happen to as well. But I, so we set kids up for success, and I do want my own, my kids I have a hand in them, so I do have control over that situation. So, people want advice, ask me. I do not mind telling you. I don't even have to be your child counselor, um, but I do know the ways, and I do know that if I can get her there, and I'm not just saying this is not the only child that I've gotten there before. There's other kids that have gotten there, but this one is just one that I have more of a grip on and a grip with because I see in society what happens, and I just want them both both of my kids to understand that everything is not going to come easy. You're going to have to have sacrifices. You're going to have to sacrifice going out. And I was wondering if she was going to say that. Going you know out, what? going to the movies. Because I'm going to ask that question. Uh-huh. Zai. Zai. Y'all, if y'all can see Zai. She's, <laughs> she's drop dead gorgeous. So Zai. Uh, little fellas. Oh, how you Lord. deal with these little fellas? You can tell them now, you know, Uncle Steve and Uncle Courtney. Oh, yeah. They, yeah, you got some problems. It's, it's not even me. They just be scared of my mama. <laughs> so I'll be like, oh, go ask Miss LeGrin. They'll be like, oh, okay. Okay, yeah. yeah. And they walk the other way. So. I can't my rules on dating. Oh, I can't date until I graduate high school. Boom. So, yeah. <laughs> I believe in that because a lot of the kids get sidetracked. Well, I, I think if I had a daughter... But you know, I'm a father of, of boys, so yeah. you know. And it's gonna be that way with my son. Woo! You don't hurt why is it? You why is it, why do I mama. say it's like Go ahead, Zai. You, you can explain. You Go ahead. You can tell why. Um, because they try to be they try to follow like I'm gonna be honest, I done seen like kids at the school, they try to follow up their partners or whatever they're supposed to be having in high school or middle school sometimes elementary school whatever they're supposed to be having at the time they be trying to follow them up and they'll get them in some mess Um, and you're right I I have seen it for 14 years I have young ladies and it go both ways with the greatest potential but they let everyday life come happens and boom 
they down the field they go. And then and they forget that they're still young. Yes. Like, I just don't understand. Yes. You know, that's an interesting point because we've talked about that, yeah. how, it, you know, some of, it seems like th these kids act as if they're 35 years mm -hmm. old yeah. and their lives haven't even begun. Yeah. And, 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 you know, you see, you know, it, it's almost as if you would think, if you, didn't, if, you, if you didn't see their faces in front of you, you would think they got a 12-hour job, uh, they got a family, but then you look back, wait a minute, she's 14. Yeah. He's 14. Um, you know, society places a lot of demands on young people now. Um, and, you know, the, the, with the cultural changes and the way things are happening now and, and the advent of information. See, it was hard for me, you, and Courtney to get the type of information that Zai can pick up her phone and get now um, from multiple sources. You got Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. What else, Zai? <laughs> I can't even keep up with all of them, but there's so much communication going on and there's so many ways that trouble can come to you. So it's incredibly important to be focused. And you know, Steve, just missing the room, just listening to you and you know, while you speaking, I just, that's the boys, again, that's a true statement. Our boys in the program, I don't give them no slack. I don't give my own boys no slack. I, I just, I, I'm the one that don't believe in no excuse. Y'all thought you, I was tough. <laughs> you no. make an excuse, you'll make an excuse for anything else. Uh, I did a post a while back. Y'all was out of school for something. And I posted a picture of my boys that were reading. Why are you making them boys read? Oh, they're going to read. <laughs> yeah. oh, every single day, they're going to, that's the level of expectation I have on my boys missing it. Every year. I get the same speech. You got one job. You go to school, get your work done, get your grades. That's your job. That's your job. Anything outside of that, we're going to have some problems. And that's the level of expectation that, you know, I believe we should hold our kids to. They are, they can be whatever they want to be. But I'm going to give you that push. That, yes, it's going to be in you, but I'm going to give you that push. And so, long as we're doing that, you know, yeah. I, I, what, why so, not? So, Zai, um, and we're going to ask you for some inside information. Because <laughs> we know you got all types of, uh, all types of options. Can we get any inside information on what, kind, what, what some of the lucky schools are that, that might get Zai LeGroom on their campus? Currently... I have been accepted to USC Aiken. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I I have applied for USC Columbia. You I got my fingers crossed, but that school is very big and it's very competitive. So I mean, I'm looking at it like. Wait a minute, now, have honor. you seen your resume? <laughs> And you know, most of the kids that are applying to a lot of schools don't have a resume that looks like this. I got one line of your resume when I was your age. It says student athlete basketball. That's it. <laughs> That's all I had. I mean, and, and, and here's the secret inside from, you know, a college administrator. Mm -hmm. When you get accepted into the University of South Carolina system, uh -huh. essentially you can get accepted into all of them because it's just one. So what you do is you just say, okay, no, well, yeah, which one y'all gonna give me the most money? That's but I, and I know you've had that speech already. Yes, okay, so <laughs> all the colleges it. that I have applied to, I know that I'll get into. Mm -hmm. It's just going down to me having like scholarships. So sure. that's what I'm really looking at at this moment. 
like I'm applying for the scholarships and I have certain programs that I applied to that would help me get the scholarships mm-hmm. and I'm just that's really all I'm doing. she doesn't talk about herself much she won't say what did you get a track offer I have got a track offer and um <laughs> <laughs> and I got I have some schools that are looking at me for I got a chance to see her play volleyball about three weeks That's ago. That's my favorite sport, volleyball. And she's like... an excellent athlete. <laughs> so you, you want to spike. Yes, okay. I want to spike, but <laughs> now I notice that I'm kind of short. <laughs> so I had to find something else that I was good at. So I started being a back row passer again. I used to be good. I used to be a libero, which is like the best passer, yeah. supposedly. But I went into hitting. Now I'm back at being back row because I feel like I'll have the most options to be a back row passer because of my height. So I have to find something different. Even though I have a great vertical, it's just coaches will look at me and be more on academics and height. So mm-hmm. it's either. Just, just look at it. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, impressive. It's just, impressive. All right. just, it just goes to show you the nature of maturity that she has. Mm-hmm. Uh, to know what coaches are looking for, to put herself in position to get the best offers, to get uh, what she is looking for, to really squeeze that lemon, to get the most ton of juice out that thing. She can probably play wide receiver for the University of South Carolina because hey, they don't got anybody that can get. I'm just saying, my bad, man. I, I mean, you know, hey, man. Courtney's a staunch Carolina hey, fan. Right now, my brother's struggling. <laughs> Hey, man, you know. we, we rough. We have a rough year, man. <laughs> I blame on pandemic. <laughs> and as you as you move forward, Zai, um, you know, are you thinking about how to take your other crafts with you to school? Because you know, sister gonna need a hair done. I am. So. <laughs> oh, I can see that now. <laughs> I'll be all up in the door. I'll be charging everybody about having yes. kind of skills. Look, come on, oh, girl. You you need kid. Let's get them edges. Have my little own dorm little. People just come in. I don't even thinking about it. I even got like a little um station that I bring with me to a people house. Amazing <laughs> meal plan supplementation. Yep. Wow. You gotta figure out how you can get it. Is it growing? What you gonna do? See, cause here's what I know. This is one of those fun parts of the program. Oh no, you still got some oh. time. No, don't try to <laughs> Mr. Groom, now <clears throat> come August. <laughs> Baby gonna be gone. Uh-huh. How are you feeling about that? I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not because she's a bad kid. People just don't understand her. Her question to me is, Mama, why are you so excited? Why are you ready for me to leave? It's not that I'm ready for her to leave, but I want to see what she becomes. Okay. I want to see what I have done. A lot of things. Yeah. Is it going to progress in her life? Yeah. Is she going to make the right decisions? Because after then, it's out of my hands. So she is nothing that if she just makes a bad decision, it won't be because her mama taught her that. It's because it's gonna be a decision on her. I wanna see what your imprint is. Yes. Yes. I wanna see what if she's gonna make those right decisions. If she's gonna move off and branch off and I'm still gonna be like, I don't have to be in the picture to understand that she's gonna make the right decision. Right. It's just like now that I can say, hey, I might say sometimes I'll check on you. Are you doing your work or something of that nature? But again, you bestill the things in them while they're young. And it's going to matriculate into them. And they're going to do what they need to do regardless if you're there or here. Mm -hmm. I can say 
that for most people that know my my child, or I was gonna say my kids, but my but most of them know die mostly. But however, anybody that say they know my kids, I can walk away. I can leave them with anyone, and they're gonna always say immaculate things about her. Even with her business, I can get messages and like, wow, she is so mature. She's great. She's you know. Just you wouldn't think that she started out doing this at 16 and really she's a young 17 She won't even be 18 until August. So she's just really turning 17 <laughs> and most people do not understand that So I mean so anyway, that is where I you, you I want to see <laughs> What becomes Wait, of of her? Yeah, you, you count right now. You, you count right now. And you know, we but have you been just talking. Of, 17. Yes. A minute just, ago. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I she was old 17. No. Yeah. So, like I said, I can walk away. That just ruined my plan. <laughs> it, it's going to be great things that have said. And I do believe deep down that she's going to do great things. Regardless of if she decides to do nursing, I will be happy. I've also told her, baby, you can go to Piedmont Tech. It's going to be paid for. I'm fine with that. You go to four year, that's fine. If you walk away from nursing, and which Steve, I want to correct, she's actually a licensed braider, and May, she will become a licensed cosmetologist. Well, I'm just claiming it, <laughs> and that's what I was gonna say. You speak it into existence. Speak it into but however, you know, if she decides to move on with the beauty world, as long as she's doing what she needs to do, I'm fine with that. So, and I can just walk away and say, hey, I'm excited. And that's why I get excited because I'm ready to see what she becomes. What are you excited about, Zai? You know, you got a lot of life changes coming up here in a few minutes. I'm, ex I'm excited to see what I'm actually going to do. Like, I have big goals and I'm ready to actually see what I will do with those goals. And if I, how far I will go, you know? Yeah. yeah. My ultimate goal is to actually, me and my sister, we actually both are cosmetologists. We're also mm -hmm. into existence. I'm going to be a cosmetologist one day. And we both wanted to make or well, create a salon. So I was thinking that I could be in, well, I really want to be an anesthesiologist, okay? Okay. So I was thinking I could have a salon on the side and have other people working for me and not sometimes going there and work while I'm still doing my job as an anesthesiologist. Well, you know, that one of the I greatest... I do. She <laughs> won't put people to sleep. Yeah, that's one of those, the greatest things about, you know, the, the options that you have and all the diverse skills that you have is, hey, multiple streams of income is where it is. Yes. You know, being an entrepreneur, a professional, all of those things, you're capable of doing those things. You've got a role model that's done those same sorts of things. Um, and let's not, you know, one of the things that we have to be, make sure that we understand here too, um, and I want to say this, I want to shout out to um, uh, Mr. Legron, uh, Ephraim? Yes. Because Zai has a supportive, strong dad. And you should have just seen, I mean, he had 80 teeth on homecoming night. <laughs> He's just grinning. I'm like, look at Ethan down there. He's just a proud. Um, but the support that she has, and, and, and let's shout out dad as well, because dad is there. Yes, and, and, and dad is, is, a, is a supportive force in your life. So shout out to you two pops. We don't want to go through this whole show and not let people understand that um, I've seen you at the games. And my grandparents. And your grandparents, yes. absolutely. 
Absolutely. And, and, and here's what we're talking about. What Ms. Lagrune has created for her children. What I've hoped to create for mine. What Courtney has created for her children. For his children. And he and Missy. Is a village. We talk about that village concept all the time. But here's the thing. If I see Isaiah Smith in the streets getting beside himself, I'm going to check him. And I'm going and Courtney's going to thank me. If Courtney sees and ha, when Courtney has seen one of mine in the streets, Courtney has checked him and then let me know. If I see you, I would say, hey, oh, oh, come here, Zai. Come here. And, um, am I going to have to go tell these folks on you? What she has and what has contributed to the excellence that Zyla Groon is now and will become. And 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 will and the the things that she will achieve going forward is a network of people that love you, a network of people that support you, a network of people that are going to challenge you, a network of people that ain't gonna let you slide with no foolishness, and you know those things, don't you? I do. <laughs> and, and 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 as we said, and she says, I do. If you can put it in and instill it in your young people that there is a set of actions and reactions in their lives. You've done a great thing for them because they know that the level of responsibility that is expected of them will be just that, expected, and there will be no shortcuts accepted. In a short hour, you understand that Tanja Lulagroon is not a shortcut acceptor. There will be no shortcuts. I know her grandparents. There'll be no shortcuts. I know that within this studio, that we are a, a group of uh, adults where we don't accept shortcuts. We have an expectation and we hold them to it. Zai, you are a phenomenal young lady. You're beautiful, you're talented, you've got the world on your shoulders. Thank you for taking the time to come in and share with us. You did great. I don't even know why you thought you'd be nervous. Courtney always makes people comfortable anyway. Um, but we just want you to, you know, we just want to just to to just push you and, and, and thank you and let you know that we're praying for you and, and, and anything we can do to assist, you let us know, sweetie. Thank you so much, and I appreciate it. You're very welcome. Go change the world. Mr. LeGroom, thank you for sharing your time with us as well and the, and the extremely important work that you do. Um, helping our young men and women in the uh, District 50. Thank you. We've come to that time again. It's the Our People Today show on Magic 102.7 and Rejoice, 1090 AM. We'll see you next week, same time, with another interesting show, interesting topic, and promoting leadership and unity in our community. This is Steve Coleman signing off. Our People Today show. Peace. It's Sunday Praise on WCZZ 1090 AM, 102.7 FM, Greenwood.